What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the PropG Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of PropG Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the PropG Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your Tuesday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just make sure you hit that subscribe button, and you'll get the latest content when it is available. Of course, on Twitter, you can find myself at StatsSAC, and Twitter and social media are a lot of fun right now with all the potential rumors that are out there. When it comes to the Braves and the winter meetings, here is the latest from Atlanta. And of course, with the winter meetings in full swing now, we're seeing major news stories and major rumors across the board when it comes to Major League Baseball. Several of baseball's biggest names continue to be pursued by teams who are looking to add to their course to compete in 2022 and beyond. And we're also starting to see that some unexpected names are, are potentially you know, going to be looked at to be on the move, such as White Sox closer Liam Hendricks. Teams could be interesting in making moves for him to bolster their bullpens for a run towards a championship in 2023. But if there was one major thing to take from Monday, it's that the National League East remains the most competitive division in Major League Baseball and the best in general. When it comes to comparing each of the six divisions, no other division has Top, it, it's top three teams on the level as the Phillies, Mets, and Braves in the NL East. The Braves were one of five 100-win teams in Major League Baseball last year, and they were the 2021 World Series champions. They won their fifth straight NL East division. The Mets were on pace to win the NL East until the very last of the season, and were also one of the five 100-win teams in Major League Baseball last year. And despite how successful the Mets and the Braves were, it was the Phillies who clearly emerged as the best team in the National League playoffs last year they actually made the World Series as the National League representative in 2022 and came within two wins of winning the World Series. So without a doubt, I don't think there's really any room to debate. The National League East remains baseball's most competitive competitive division, and when you compare the top three teams in each division, I don't think another division really comes close to matching the quality that you have in the Braves, Mets, and Phillies. Well, the major takeaway in Major League Baseball on Monday was that the National League East made sure it maintained that status. As both the Mets and Phillies made major moves, not only for 2023, but for the foreseeable future, for them to remain among the teams with the best shots at winning a pennant in the National League East in 2023. 
and beyond. The Mets, who had lost Jacob deGrom to a five-year, $185 million deal to the Texas Rangers last week, they went out and signed reigning AL Cy Young winner and World Series champion Justin Verlander to a two-year, $86 million deal. The potential is there for a third year, but they went out and signed Verlander not only to replace DeGrom, but also in, in, in the Mets' focus, the opportunity for them to have both Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer headlining their rotations as they go into the postseason, hopefully for multiple years into the future. So definitely a major move for the New York Mets. Now, when it comes to the Mets, this is really them you know, filling an obvious void that was left by DeGrom. They aren't really adding a, a major, major piece to what they already had in 2022. They were looking to replace a major piece that they had lost from last year's team. But make no mistake about it, even though Justin Verlander will be entering his age 40 season, he still clearly has shown he can be among the best pitchers in baseball. And last postseason showed that he can get the job done as well during the playoffs. So yes, it, while the Mets were losing to Grom and replaced him with Verlander, that's a quality pitcher. Regardless of you know where Max Scherzer has been over the past couple of postseason, regardless of where both Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer are when it comes to age, you're going to have two highly motivated pitchers who even though both have won World Series over the past few years, they're clearly wanting to add another World Series to their likely Hall of Fame resumes, and they're wanting to do it together. So the Mets are clearly going to have one of the best one-two pitching combinations moving forward next year and potentially in 2024 as well. But it wasn't just the Mets who made major news. The Phillies added to what they already showed can be a successful team in the playoffs, they didn't replace a major loss. They added to what they already had by signing one of the top five shortstops in the game, Trey Turner, to an 11-year, $300 million deal. And without a doubt, it's a major move for a Phillies lineup who gets one of the best leadoff hitters in the game, as well as a player who has shown the ability to be a difference maker in big situations. And of course, if you're a Braves fan, you know that Trey Turner is one of the hardest opponents to get out of any players that the Braves regularly face. Unfortunately, we just cannot escape Trey Turner. But Trey Turner obviously rejoining Bryce Harper from their days with the Nationals. He joins a lineup that clearly showed it could be among the best in Major League Baseball in last year's playoffs. He is a major upgrade at a position of need for the Phillies, and it makes them have potentially one of the best lineups in baseball and adds to a team that already has veteran experience of how to perform well in the postseason. But the thing that stands out about this when it comes to the National League East is that this was not unexpected. Going into this offseason, if you were to match a team with a major move across Major League Baseball, one of the clear matches that were out there was that the Mets were going to go find another stud ace to put, put with Max Scherzer. If it wasn't going to be Jacob deGrom, it was going to be a Verlander, perhaps a Carlos Rodon, what have you. And they wound up getting Verlander. That was expected. The Phillies were one of the most likely teams to add one of the four big shortstops, Turner, Correa, uh, Bogart, or Swanson, and they went out and they got it done with a massive deal for Trey Turner. Yes, it likely is not going to be the best of deals towards the end 
of the contract along with Bryce Harper's, but Trey Turner clearly is going to be a big, big upgrade for this Phillies team that should make them one of the pennant favorites in the National League moving forward. So these were expected moves that now have happened. And so for the Braves, it's obvious that the Mets and Phillies are going to remain among their biggest rivals. They're also going to remain two of their biggest competitors moving forward for 2023 and beyond to be there to face the Braves when it comes to trying to get to, trying to survive in advance in the playoffs and also get multiple chances at World Series titles. So how do the Braves respond? Well, they simply maintain the status quo. The Braves simply stay on track with how they've always been. Alex Anthopoulos is not someone who makes moves as a reaction to what other teams have done. He makes moves based on what he knows is a proven formula for success. So while other NL East teams are making major moves through free agency and deep pockets, the Braves are simply going to counter by doing what they've done over the past few years to continue to be one of the best teams in baseball for the future, and that's prioritizing patience, balance, and depth. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. With Justin Verlander now joining the Mets and Trey Turner now in Philadelphia for, uh, you know, for over the next decade with the deals that were done on Monday, I think that you easily can make the argument that the Braves, Phillies, and the Mets are three of the top five NL candidates to pursue the National League pennant in 2023. And so with these moves being made, the Braves now, the focus is kind of on them. Many are going to look at the Braves and say, okay, you've got a major void to fill yourself with Dansby Swanson being a free agent. And, and we've seen now that there are teams that are starting to show interest in Dansby Swanson. We've seen the Angels connected to Swanson. We've seen the Cubs connected to Swanson. So with the Braves, the thing that stands out is what is going to happen for Atlanta for them to be able to improve their team from last year into next year, what moves are they going to make in addition to what they've already done? Well, with the Braves, it's going to remain what they've always done. We've been here before. We have seen uh, the we have seen the Mets and Phillies stack up additions to their teams to free agency. Meanwhile, the Braves maintain development. They maintain investment. In their young core. Just last offseason, we saw the Mets go out and get Max Scherzer. We saw them go out and get Starlin Marte and others. The Phillies went out and heavily invested in their lineup. We saw them add Kyle Schwarber and, 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 Nick, Castellanos, and Nick Castellanos. And it paid off. Both the Mets and Phillies heavily benefited from their free agent investments last year. And they're doing it again this year. But in 2022, despite the major moves that both the Mets and Phillies made, you know, in the offseason before the 2022 th season, the Braves were right there. They won they wound up winning. 
the division in the last week of the season over the Mets, and despite a disappointing performance against the Phillies in the playoffs, I think many would point to the fact that the Braves were rightfully the favorite. So one thing to take away from the major moves on Monday is that the Braves have been here before. They know, they know to expect this type of additions from the Mets and Phillies on a regular basis. And so the way the Braves, how the Braves respond is simply by being patient. The Braves, because of how well they developed their young core, because of how much they've invested in their young core, they have the luxury of being patient. They are going to allow for moves to come to them because one thing that the Braves do have is creativity. As we've discussed here and on, the, on other podcasts on the Battery Power Podcast Network, the Braves have creativity that can allow for them to, yes, they're likely going to make a major move uh, in some sort of way, but they have multiple avenues in which they could take it. Resigning Dansby Swanson obviously would qualify as a major move. But we also know that the Braves were in on the discussions with Jacob DeGrom before he just got a deal he couldn't turn down with the Texas Rangers. We've seen the Braves link to Sean Murphy, as we've discussed. While that may not necessarily be an expected move, it's a logical move that then could allow for the Braves to use their catching depth to address other needs as the offseason progresses. We also have seen the Braves connected with left fielder Brian Reynolds. Now, whether or not the Braves go out and make that type of move, it remains to be seen. Probably remains to be seen whether or not they'll re-sign Swanson before they make a move such as trading for a player of the caliber of Brian Reynolds. But the point is, is that the Braves had the ability to be patient because they can pivot in several different ways based off their creativity. So while the Mets and the Phillies are going out and spending major bucks to fill needs themselves, the Braves have the ability to play the waiting game and see which avenue is most valuable to take to add a significant addition to their roster. And of course, the other thing that stands out about the Braves, the reason why Alex Anthopoulos doesn't, you know, make reactionary moves, he doesn't make moves just as a response to a major move to another team, is because he already has balance on his team. Yes, the Mets went out and they added Justin Verlander to their starting rotation. Yes, the Phillies went out and they added Trey Turner to one of the best lineups already in Major League Baseball. But the Mets still need to fill out the rest of their rotation when it comes to depth. They still have pieces that they need to fill out when it comes to their lineup and their bullpen. The Phillies clearly need to add pitching as well. Despite how successful the Phillies lineup was in the playoffs last year, it was their pitching that really made the difference, just like it did for the Braves in 2021. But the balance that's there right now for the Braves is what stands out as a reason to why, despite the major moves of their rivals, Atlanta remains in a very good position. You can make the argument that the Braves have a top five offense in baseball. You can make an argument that the Braves have a top 10 rotation, that the Braves have a top 10 bullpen. You can't make that same argument about the Mets and the Phillies. So that balance, and as I discussed last year, as many discussed last year several different times, the Braves have different ways in which they can beat their opponents, either in the regular season or the postseason. They could do it through a hot offense. They can do it through an excellent performing pitching rotation. 
So the Braves balance, the fact that you can make the argument that the Braves are among the major league or among the best in the major leagues when it comes to the bullpen, the rotation, or the lineup, that is a reason why, despite the major moves that the Mets and Phillies have made, the Braves are perfectly fine with where they are because of the balance that they have to be able to beat teams in multiple ways in either the regular season or the postseason. And finally, along with that balance, is the room for improvement. It's the depth that the Braves have that allow for them internally to have sources of improvement that can make them even better in 2023 than they were in 2022. We've discussed it. The fact that the consistency of Ronald Acuna Jr. being at an elite level, being limited last year due to him returning from injury, a fully healthy Ronald Acuna Jr. could be the best addition that anybody could make for 2023. I understand I may sound a bit like Chip Carey here right now, but I do feel that it's relevant. You've got Ronald Acuna Jr. hopefully returning to full health. You've got Ozzie Albies hopefully returning to full health. Perhaps Ian Anderson or Mike Soroka, one of those two, could fill out the Braves' rotation with a reliable and arm with upside in 2023. Plus, you also saw the emergence of Kyle Wright, Spencer Strider, William Contreras, Michael Harris. You don't get, you don't see these type of emergences. You don't see this type of contributions from young players, plus also the expectation that even more young players will add value in 2023. You don't see the depth of that value in youth that you see on the Braves, you don't see that on the Mets or the Phillies. That's why they've got to go out and spend the huge free agent dollars that they've had over the past two years. And that depth, that development, that is what adds to the balance that we just discussed. But it also adds to the fact that the Braves, at least logically, though it's hard to expect for all of these young players to have successful 2023 seasons, it is logical that the Braves have a clear reason to rely on their talented youth to a level that the Mets and Phillies can because the Braves have so much of it. So patience for the right move to come their way, the balance of knowing that the Braves arguably have a top 10 you know, uh, unit, they have a top 10 lineup, rotation, bullpen, that's something the Braves can say that the Phillies and Mets really can't at this point in time. And then also the fact that the Braves clearly have room for improvement. They clearly have more sources that potentially can contribute in significant ways in 2023 than the Mets and Phillies do for those reasons. Anyone expecting the Braves to make some sort of panic or reactive move, that's not how Alex Anthopoulos operates. He maintained being patient and having faith in his young core through the Braves' successful runs in 2018, 2019, and 2020. And even after winning the World Series in 2021, even after seeing Freddie Freeman walk in free agency, you can make the case that the 2022 version of the Braves were the significantly better version of this Braves team than any we've seen during the Alex Anthopoulos era. And it was because of the fact that he remained patient and faithful in the young talent that he had while also going out and making moves that he needed to, such as adding Charlie Morton and Matt Olson. And that's the final thing to also remember in all of this. Though Steve Cohen has made the Mets among the biggest spenders in baseball, and though Dave Dombrowski so far has done very well in hitting on his free agent moves, 
it's hard to argue against the fact that Alex Anthopoulos is among the best or the best executives in Major League Baseball. And again, it goes back to him having confidence in what he has in his team because he's he's shown the proof is shown that the way he's operated is highly successful and also with the fact that he doesn't make reactionary moves. He makes moves that he knows are going to make this Braves team balanced and elite in all areas of the game. And he's going to make moves that not only are going to help this young core now, but into the future. So patience, de- balance, and depth are big reasons why, despite these major moves by the NL East team, by their NL East rivals, once again, the Braves remain in, in a fine, fine place. And beyond patience, balance, and depth, having Alex Antopoulos at the helm is another major advantage for the Braves. And while a major move is likely to occur this offseason, it's going to be a move that makes sense for Atlanta for 2023 and beyond to, man- to remain among the best teams in Major League Baseball when it comes to World Series chances for the foreseeable future. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer. You can find the Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com as well as at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Make sure you stick with the Battery Power Podcast Network. Plenty of podcast content and written content at BatteryPower.com as the winter meetings continue to unfold and more rumors and potential news come the Braves way. Again, my name's Sean Coleman. Hope you have a wonderful Tuesday. We'll talk to you again soon here on The Daily Hammer. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.